This is influencing the right way. Our goal is to raise the standard of the fitness industry. We're out here trying to make people's lives as healthy and as happy as we possibly can. And the only way we're gonna do that is if we take it as serious as a medical doctor does. This is Influencing the Right Way with The Viking and Sarah Sloan. Boom! Let's go, let's get it today. All right, this is going to be one of our business-oriented podcasts. But before we jump in, let's clear the air. Let's figure out what we're doing here. We're here to raise the standard of the fitness industry. We're here to make sure that everybody in our industry, the fitness industry, sees ourselves as more than what we currently are viewed as. We are going to change this to where people recognize us and we act as if we are medical professionals, because that is what you are. You are a person who is taking somebody's health and well-being and changing them into a better version of themselves so they can live a longer, healthier, and happier life. Yeah. So, that one felt good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I felt good about that, boy. All right, uh, if you really feel what we're saying here, it resonates with you, you're like, fuck, that is, I've been thinking that this whole time. And you feel these tactics. Give this out, let people know that this is what you stand for and this is what you think the industry needs to be. Put yourself out there, be against the grain, do the right thing. Let's raise the standard right now. Woo! Okay, so what we're gonna talk about today is? The practicality of scaling your business. Mm, 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 damn, I love this one. This one is all you, baby. Okay, all right, so uh, there are literally an infinite number of books, podcasts, YouTube creators, I mean anybody and everything about scaling your business. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to sit here and go through how to scale your business. But what I am going to do is I am going to give the insights from somebody who has done it and is in the middle of doing it, mm -hmm. the practical things that you really got to be like concerned with when scaling your business. So- let me start off with some of those like big picture things. Scaling your business is about making a model, right? That can be replicated over and over by people besides yourself. That there is a system for the way that things are done so that it can grow to help more and more people. You can't do everything by yourself. And so you got to be able to view yourself outside of that system and it being able to grow with another group of people. It's different than just being a trainer, being a fitness influencer, owning a gym. Those are all great things. But if you want it to be bigger than you, you have to be able to scale it. Now, like I said, tons of other people are going to tell you how to do that. What we're going to get in is the details of what I think is really important, that insider stuff. And so I'm going to start with this very first one recording what you do. When I say recording, I mean every type of recording, video recording, audio recording, typing things down, giving it a detail of the exact processes and way that it works. And let's go into uh, a, a specific one, mm -hmm. right? So let's say you are the mastermind and you're creating all of the templated workout programs for everybody, mm -hmm. right? 
that is something that's usually like inside of your head, like intrinsic knowledge that you have built from having studied a lot of different people and that you know is going to be the best way to get somebody results. I'm hoping that's what you're doing. Now, what you need to do is think through all those steps that you take in your head, right? Of like, you're going to record somebody's weights, uh, how many reps, you know, even their like rate of perceived exertion. I'm talking a lot to trainers here, but let's then go over to like a gym owner, right? When you, uh, uh, how you open your gym, how did you get the equipment? Where did you get the equipment from? What, Is there a reason why you have a certain look or style behind it? Did you set it and organize it in a certain way? Mm -hmm. Hopefully it's not just thrown out together, right? If you're a social media influencer, right? Um, when you make a post, you usually get a certain reaction from that post and that informs how your future posts work, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the strategy may be in your head, right? So what you need to do is through that process that you put your clients through, you need to write down how you do it and also why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And really in detail, and this is going to take some outside perspective and thinking of that. You may know, let's go to a real small detail. You see somebody doing a squat. They performed exactly what they were supposed to do on the weight and reps to detail of what they were supposed to do. But then you could tell that there was like some butt wink that happened right there at the bottom. They got to the reps. They didn't feel bad. Wouldn't be a big deal. If it was a machine, it would calculate as done. And then the next week, have them go up and wait. You saw that and you go, okay, we need to work on some core and some stability exercises. You don't have a frame of reference, right? You just know by looking at it that that needs to happen. You need to write down that when you see somebody doing a butt wink on their squat, that then equals drop down. Here is what I'm going to have them do. They're going to do these hip exercises and uh, abdominal exercises. And why they're going to do it is because they, although they performed it, they didn't perform it with the correct, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Form. Form. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> with the correct form. And then the person that takes it from you, that you give it to next, is going to be able to see what was in your mind's eye. Mm -hmm. And when I say lengthy, I mean in detail, write it out, what they have to do and why they have to do it. And how long they're going to do those exercises for before they perform the test again and see what changed, what helped. Uh, exactly. And where to go from there after that. <laughs> and also, now imagine, so again, you're the trainer. You saw your client do that exercise you're gonna to have to explain to that client, hey, you performed it very well. There was this butt wink on it. We're gonna now for the next week or two, we're gonna work on these additional exercises and here's why. That explanation of what I gave to the client, you need to write down. I say this, ba 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 ba. The reason I say this is because it's gonna let the uh, client know that although they performed, they also need to be doing these other movements and I care about their longevity. All of those things have to be written down. Every word you say, every step you take, and the why of why you do it. Write it down. And then also shoot a video of you explaining that. Because also when there is 
something written, you lose, there's a loss in translation mm-hmm. of how you say it, right? The, 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 the look in your eyes, the aggressiveness of how you say it. Do you say it with some empathy? You're like, hey, that was really good, but you know, we need to, or are you more aggressive about it? Hey, we got to get this, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. All of that body language needs to be in there too. So is the reason why, um, because in, when you are scaling, is it important to have everyone doing things the exact same way? Will you explain, elaborate on that? Yeah. So imagine that you just explained it to the, the trainer. Like you got a trainer working underneath you, mm-hmm. right? And you just explain it to them. You're like, hey, when somebody does this, make sure that they're going to go do these other corrective exercises with it. A, 90% of the time, they're going to forget because they're just human, right? You can mm-hmm. only get so many inputs before some of it's going to fall down, right? So A, having a checklist over and over of all the things that you need to be reminded of, of when you go through, checklists eliminate error. Mm-hmm. And then having a written description is going to give you the ability to apply the reason why, the deeper meaning why you're doing it. So then they understand why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Which means they're more likely to do it if they understand why. And then a video of you explaining it to get that context of it. But also by then, you now have three different ways that this person is learning from you. Yeah. Some people, they're going to get it by hearing it. Some people are going to get it by reading it. Some people are going to get it by watching a video of yeah. it. But everybody is going to get it by having had all three. Mm-hmm. Remember that if you want to scale your business, your new profession is not the, the work that's being done with the customer. It's how do you make a system so you can facilitate more customers? And that's got to be your specialty. Mm-hmm. I mean, really honing in on what is it that makes you unique, you different, that nobody else knows and can do. And how do you put that into a package so that way you can give it to the next person? Yeah, I'm going to elaborate on you talking about the three different ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just from experience of actually doing that in the stores and stuff like that. Um, when you tell someone like even why they should do something, you know, from experience how to go about it because you've done it the wrong way. You've Mm -hmm. learned, okay, actually you don't use empathy there. You have to be more stern and direct here because it yields more results that way. Mm -hmm. But you only know that from doing it. And so if you're trying to explain someone how to do something without showing them like exactly your facial expressions, the way you do it, they're going to just make the mistakes you made Mm -hmm. and they might not learn as quickly, which means you're going to lose customers. People are not going to get results that way. And so making sure that everyone's on the same page with all the stuff you've learned from the way you say it, your tone of voice, why you say it, all that stuff. Genuinely, the details matter, Yeah. right? So again, like when you're working with a customer or client, the details of how you do the process is what makes you different and it's what matters. Mm -hmm. Your new customer, I'm using little quotations here, uh, is the person that you're training to fulfill that position. That's the person who you're trying to help. That's, let's say, the practice of that that one individual job that that person's going to be scaling through. Recording. Recording, writing, and implementing in practice. Yeah. Right? Telling them, writing it, and then video recording it. So once you have all those, don't forget that you then also still have to coach them through those processes. And your coaching process needs to 
be a process. Mm -hmm. I know so, 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 so many trainers um, or people who run a gym, you know, like a F45 and Orange Theory Fitness or whatever like that, that already is like a scaled model, right? Mm -hmm. And you get one good trainer there that people are going to go see, that people love and it's killing it, right? And then that person hires like two or three other people to grow and expand because they've got more customers. They've got more customers coming in. They've got a really good model and things are going great. Um, and then like all of a sudden they start losing a couple customers or the, the guy doesn't show up on time. And that guy who was killing it is now frustrated, like to no end. And I've literally heard these words. I cannot find anybody that is fucking worth good. That is good. Yeah. I actually have firsthand experience. I used to teach yoga classes mm. at a very corporate I mean, there's tons and tons and tons of these yoga studios. Mm -hmm. And people would come not to like toot my own horn, but like people would come and be like, because I, I went down and only teaching one day a week. And they were like, I have to pick and choose, look at the instructors to like figure out when I'm going to come. And I only come like one, two days a week now because I don't want to go on the other days when there's certain instructors there because Absolutely. they're just not the same in terms of how they're teaching. Because you put your heart and soul into it. And so this will revert back to another podcast we did. Guys, remember, it's your differentiator. It's your personality. It's you that in the fitness industry, people are coming for. Mm -hmm. You're not a genius with your workout program. You are you and it's your personality. Yeah. And that's what people came to see you at the yoga studio for. Yeah. Now your mess up, not really your mess up, the owner of that business. Obviously I'm not there and doing yeah. this for a reason, but uh, the business owners mess up is if you're that good at it, you need to teach the other people how to be that good at it. Yeah. Cause one person cannot be a whole business. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. Um, but if they'd have really thought through it and they'd have allowed you to do this of tell the other people, write it down for them, make a video of you showing you how you light your face up and get people excited and yep. get into the emotion of it. And then they learned how to do it. And you then, now this is the point I'm drawing all the way back to when I took my little segue there. You, you got to do all three of those things. But then when somebody, the, your replacement is doing it, you have to watch them. Uh-huh. And you got to pick up on the cues and coach them through every little detail that they do right and wrong. That is what is going to make a successful replicable model. Yes. Without those things, it really can't be at all. And the coaching on it isn't just like a yearly evaluation because we actually did that at the yoga studio and I got some great feedback. Like <laughs> my manager came and watched my class and I was like, oh, you are right. Like I do need to improve on that and I can do this that there. Mm -hmm. um, but imagine if that was weekly, daily. Like, daily, daily. Yeah. Don't say anything but daily. Yeah. If your <laughs> boss or what, you know, the per your direct report is coming in to help coach you on things when you just started a position weekly, Get fucked. And there's no way. It's impossible. Uh -huh. Think about the mathematics of that. They watch you do one class, one interaction. You've got 10 classes in that week. 10% of the time you're going to be improving. Ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I sound like a grumpy old <laughs> man. Um, okay. And that, uh, that gets to the segment. I'm only going to make two big points here today. So that really is the practical step, right, mm -hmm. of... Um, how you do everything, and then coaching the person on that and giving them very genuine, honest feedback. We'll do 10 more podcasts about how to give feedback. That's a, a big one. Great one. Uh, but let's get on to the second part. This is taking your time. The 
biggest agitation that you're going to get is to want to go faster to get more done, and it's going to make you go slower. There is no way around the time that it takes for people to acquire the skills that they need to be professionals at what they do. Mm -hmm. And remember, we are medical professionals. This is really serious. Like a doctor, to become a doctor is a decade it's 10 years of studying, working underneath other doctors, getting into different, uh, 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 they have to go to different medical schools, but then they also have to go to, depending on what their like specialization is, to different hospitals to be able to learn how to do it. They take it that serious because it is that serious. So a lot of the problems with the fitness industry is we are viewing it like it's like flipping a burger. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's how you flip a burger. Here's how you give them their fries. Now go off and go serve these fucking people. Fuck that. If you are doing something that is in the fitness industry, it is going to take at minimum, this is bare minimum, bare bones. I don't think I've ever actually seen it go this fast. Three to six months for that person to really get it, right? Like deep down, get it. And think about this when you became the person you're training, right? The person you're yeah, training. Yeah. Um, because think about it for you, when you started as a personal trainer, maybe you didn't have guidance. You just read books and did whatever, whatever. There is no trainer alive that if you've been training for less than three years, that you're an exceptional trainer. It's not possible. There's no way. Three years is what it takes to like, now granted, unless you had some great guidance and a mentor underneath it, but if you just started out by yourself, it's three years. You got to get the reps in. Like we talked about earlier. Yeah. The trial and error, you even knowing how to scale your business, like what the processes you do and why you do them and how you do it, like just takes time. Mm -hmm. There's no other way around it. You have to get, like you said, the experience in before you can even make the process to scale. And, you know, so the other way is like, you could let that person take the position over and wait three years for them to be good. Mm -hmm. Like you did. That's not what you want to do. Doubling down, giving them feedback, coaching them through all of the things that they're doing, every little nuance is going to get it to where, yeah, in three to six months, they're going to be a respectable, well-trained uh, fitness professional. Mm -hmm. um, and that, it, do not leave that one until you can go to the next one. Now, remember what I said, the person who's doing the coaching, the replicator, you can replicate and make replicators, right? That's the point of scaling. Yeah. I was going to say what you really should do with that is you train someone, they're good three to six months, however long it takes to like really have them have it down. Mm -hmm. Then you train them to train someone else. So you're mm -hmm. coaching them on how they're coaching someone else. So then mm -hmm. they take over the acquiring new trainers and coaching it. And yep. then you're overseeing that. And then you're just, everyone's moving up. Then they can be replicating trainers. You can be replicating the next part of your business, the marketing piece, whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. Um, but you have to take that time. And also, so I say, I say three to six months, right? It does also depend on what you're doing, like what the actual job is. You know, sometimes it may be a year, right? Uh, but it's more important to get it right, set it and let it go, then let that person grow on their own. Uh, this is actually, this is the fantastic part of, so the second part that I'm saying about where you got to take three, six months to coach them. This is where... The, this is the sprinkles on the top. This is the magic. This is the, this is the best little part. This is the whipped cream that you want and you dig into first. When you have successfully coached somebody on exactly what, how, and why you do things the way that you do, you then get the opportunity to set them free 
and grow the business in ways that you didn't even realize. So you, you, you imagine it like this. You are actually making a clone of yourself, right? You are cloning. I know I'm honing in right now. I don't know why this means clone. <laughs> I'm cloning you right now. Uh, cloning <laughs> yourself. And imagine right now if in your business there were two of you. Not just another person to do the work, but another person to bounce ideas off of. Hey, what do you think about this? So this is exactly when you were saying, hey, it takes a long time. I would say that's why you have Sean. Yeah. You're, you know, he's the guy that's telling you like, hey, I'm, you have the vision. Let's actually put it into practicality of how long it's going to take to do these things. And, you know, a lot of this stuff wouldn't happen if you didn't have someone else with you that you've replicated mm -hmm. that can have that other outside perspective and really help you through that. It, it would have never happened. And I don't anticipate people to do this. And the guy's talking about Sean, you know, he, he really runs a big part of our business. And he, I had him move into my house with me. So that way, like in the morning, we could talk and strategize about what was going to be done that day. We would both go to different locations, train and work all day. We would come home at night. We would sit in the kitchen, eat food, and talk about what transpired that day. Every day, every day. And what that did was it let somebody, because it's not just about the like what you're doing, right? And now granted, I want you guys to know I'm super crazy, but also this does work. And it's like, you, it's like being in a relationship. How long does it take before you like really know someone? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It is pr at minimum a year before you really get who they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're always kind of like trying to impress a little bit or do our best job or, you know, be whatever. You don't see the, the, the bad sides or the gross parts of somebody until a year later. But it was like having that time with Sean for me in, in our business allowed him to not just like when in one of the other podcasts, we were talking about the vision of the business. He then didn't just like get explained what the vision was. This is now his vision. Mm -hmm. He was a part of melding that together. It's his vision. He's the one that's going places up in front of it. He can like feel that in his gut, like what that's like when things aren't right. And he knows so deeply how it needs to change. That's a different feeling. I know for a fact, people were wondering, why did he do that? Why did he wake <laughs> up every morning and go to bed living and breathing this other guy's dream? And it's like, it's not because it was his, just yours anymore. It was, it was Sean's too. Exactly. Yeah. Because it, you gave him that ability to start scaling it himself too, mm -hmm. which was good for you too. It wasn't just like to let him do it. No. And I'm talking about if you really want to scale a business, mm -hmm. right? If you're interested in just like popping off more trainers so you can make more money, like you're never going to do this shit and you'll, you know, you'll probably make some money, but it's not going to last 10 years. You're not going to build this empire. Like there is a reason why the people that are the most successful, it's their whole life. Like it's every bit of their being. Um, and they're doing it for a bigger purpose. Mm -hmm. And so that replication, uh, so we have the systems, right, of replicating it, making sure you drill everything down. Then there is the time that it takes to let it all really sink in and become a part of that person, right? That is also a, a thing that, like, even the hardest training, the most intense, every day, every night, there is a time requirement that it just takes things to seep into people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, when you're working out, you don't just do a couple exercises and you're like, hey, 
Hey, now I got it. it Actually, time. there is an example that Sean and I talked about. This was this is over two years ago now. Have you, you ever seen the movie American History X? You never seen it? Uh-uh. Okay. So for anybody who has seen it, it's actually a very gruesome movie. It's a brutal movie about like racism, like these skinheads that kill this young black guy and he goes to jail. So he's like a neo-Nazi who has Nazi symbols all over him. And um, it's actually a great movie. And then he goes, it really is a great movie. And it's Edward Norton. And then he goes to prison. And in prison, he's still that hardened, beat down neo-Nazi. But then in jail, like you've got to work with people of different colors and you've got to work with Mexicans and you're right next to your sailmate is a black guy. And of course not at first, but over time it starts changing that person. Mm -hmm. And these hardened beliefs and the way that you were over one way, he changes and he becomes a completely different person to where when he gets out, he then is, you know, goes back to his friends that are all neo-Nazis, skinhead guys and he's not the same way anymore, right? And I mean, the, the point of making the reference there is that like over enough time, if you're doing the right thing, you can change anybody for the right cause. And in the best ways possible, like this is sometimes when we talk about these podcasts, I don't want there to be the illusion that you're doing this to like change people or to get money or to get something out of someone. Your in, intent, we say this all the time. If like your intent is genuinely like, I'm going to take this person to new levels in their life. Yeah. I'm going to let them, you know, accomplish things that they never would have been able to without these skills. There is virtually no one who can't acquire the skills that they need to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And so going back to that at the very beginning, I hear a lot of trainers, it's like, oh, that person just sucked. And a lot of times a trainer will start like working underneath another trainer. Mm -hmm. And then they just like get a couple clients and cut out and go somewhere else. And they're like, that motherfucker, that dude's a piece of shit. He did this and this on me. But the reality, the deep, deep reality is you probably, and now there are some shitty people that are just going to do bad things. But most. But most people, if you really had the intent that like, I'm not trying to make money off this other trainer. What I'm trying to do is grow them as a human being and increase their capabilities for life. If that was really your intention, they would never leave you. I've never, in, in the entire time of doing this, I've never had somebody leave me, take the tools that I taught them and try to go do it somewhere else. It's never happened. Mm-hmm. Because they, that's just such a, you would never do that to somebody who really cares about you. Well, and you would be leaving something that's... Growing you. Growing you. So if you left, you would be making a poor decision for You'd yourself. Be, yeah, poor decision like for Like, the your... best thing for you is to stay in that relationship. Absolutely. So, like, when we talk about these things like intent and stuff like that, we talk about it all the time for customers. But it is just for as... Scaling, a, yeah. It is for your team, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so... I love that. Love that. So much. There is... Um, a book we talked about last time, it's called Scaling Up. That is an incredible book to be able to um, take your business from where it's at now to where it's multiple people. I also want to give, um, there's a couple of other books in uh, this same realm about scaling up that you should also really read. And they are referenced in that Scaling Up book. So I'm not gonna litter off like all five or six of them, but all of the books that are in that book, read them. 
like go into like uh, the hiring process. Hiring process is what you have to scale. Your marketing process, you have to scale. Your financial system, you have to scale. All of the things that even as a trainer, like you know you don't like, all of those things in a scale too, but don't worry about it. It doesn't mean that you have to be a master at all those things. It means you got to find the right person to plug into those systems so that way it can work the right way. Okay. Yeah. That was the podcast today. Thank you guys for listening. This was one of the business podcasts. So I really hope that you can take this practically, apply it in your business today. So that way in two to three years, you don't have to be the one doing the work. You can find the people to put in the work. All right. And change someone's life because they'll have a job that they're growing. Change of it. everybody's lives. Yeah. All right. So uh, if you felt this one, if you feel like, hey, that really helped me out. There was something in there that like I didn't know about scaling and you could tell that it helped you. Send this to somebody else that you know it could help them. There are so many people in the fitness industry new gym owners, personal trainers, fitness Instagram people, all of them that like, hey, it's a tough job to scale that up so that, that way they can help more people. Send this to them, do the right thing, let them grow, even if you think of them as your competition. Because we all, if every one of us become the better versions of ourselves, and we view ourselves as medical professionals, then we will all win because the fitness industry will be a better place. Yeah. Thank you for listening, guys. We'll check you out next time.